All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode. This is episode number 149, and allow me to introduce my guest today. We've got a good one, Christina LeBlanc. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, I'm doing great also, but I'm also really pleased to have you on here because, as you know, we spoke about this. I've had a number of your other Are You The One fellow cast members on, so this kind of feels like a long time coming. So spontaneous in how it happened, too. You know, it's spontaneous for you, but it's pretty serendipitous for me. Um, really happy to be here. And yeah, can't wait to see where this episode goes. Why is it serendipitous? Um, you know, my roommates recently started watching Are You The One? And every time that happens around me, I, I, a whole like slew of emotions come up for me. and. Um, had some conversations with people recently from the show and it just brought up a lot for me so I feel like now is a good time to just talk about one of the biggest actually the biggest experience and most like profound experience of my life thus far mm -hmm. yeah it did kind of seem like for a while that um you know you had kind of packed away the whole experience and kind of just you know stuck it in your closet somewhere and just never looked to revisit it. Like, was it intentional on your end to kind of like step away? Was there anything in particular that wanted to drive you away from really talking about it? Or did you feel like it was maybe an organic process? Yeah, um, you know, I don't think it was a, a decision that I made um, consciously, but I did start focusing much more on my like, you know, present life, just like being here in the moment now and not looking so much at, at my past. Um, just I've, I've grown a lot as an individual since being on reality TV. And I think the person that I was on those shows is a lot different than who I am now. Um, I think, you know, at my core, I'm still very much the same, but um, I have also changed a lot. And talking about that experience to me felt like I was kind of, you know, regressing. Um, and I think I've reached a point now where I can, you know, look at it from more of like an outside looking in perspective and not get too like wrapped up in it. Um, and just recognize like how important that part of my life was and how it played such a huge role in who I am now. It brought me out to California. Um, I have some really great people in my life because of that show. And yeah, overall, I'm grateful for it. And I feel like I am at a place now where I can feel comfortable talking about it. I don't really think I wanted to for a lot of reasons. I think there was a lot of like hurt and misunderstanding um, that came from that period of my life. Are You The One was epic. The challenge was like, okay, you know, it, it was cool. Like, I, I think I made a joke on Instagram that I wanted to do another show. It wasn't a joke, okay? It was actually a real thing. I would totally do another show, but I would not go on the challenge again because it is, there's so much drama and like, I just, I like, can't do the drama in that way. 
Right. And you and I talked about this off recording, and I do talk about this with a number of my other guests. We talk about like how mentally taxing the whole experience is, both like living it out like while you're filming and then having to return and watch it play out in front of the audience. Like, was there like a period of time that was going on maybe during your challenge uh, run where maybe the fans were chirping or just like the experience of notoriety had gotten to like your head with being in front of the public eye? Because I know Nate from uh, your season also dealt with that very closely. Did that happen for you? Yeah, um, man, I wish I would have watched Nate's interview. I'll watch it next. But um, so my first challenge experience, I was there for like a week. And um, there was a incident with Tony, which um, Tony and I had like, had a very like one night thing when he came to San Diego to visit when like all of us were new on MTV. And it was just like this random meaningless night where we hooked up um, and that was it, you know? So it feels so weird to talk about this again. Cause it's like, so this is why I get weird. Cause I'm like, it's so long ago, but um, so that, that happened a long yeah. time before or like months before the challenge, he wasn't dating um, Maddie at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we had hooked up when they weren't together. And then when I went on um, the challenge, he him and I were like flirting. It was after a really long flight to get to Turkey where we were filming. And we all like were super excited to get there and all got drunk and we were just like being super flirty. My sister was there and she was because it was bloodlines and she was kind of keeping an eye on me. Not that I like needed to have an eye kept on me, but I was also a lot younger and drunk. So I don't know what that Christina was thinking, but I did know that he was in a relationship and that wasn't some, well, that wasn't a line I was willing to cross. MTV, when they released that episode, they made it look like Tony and I hooked up, um, which you can see us like walking into somewhere together, but then they show like a door closed that's not even like anything to do with us. And they put in like asterisks, belt unbuckles and just like made it look like we were hooking up. Which like we did not hook up. So, so the that. blood, so the bloodlines hookup didn't occur. What, no. what we okay? No. Um. And you know, Tony knows that. Even Madison knows that. Like we've all talked about this together, and all three of us know what you know MTV and reality TV does. So when that happened, and they made it look like you know I hooked up with Tony, I got the like reign of hell from all the like fans of the two of them and people from are you the one just like raining down on me about this thing that they made look like happened that didn't happen and it was terrible um i had to like deactivate my social media accounts my like mom took over my instagram for a while just to like delete all of the hate because i knew i would want it back eventually you know but yeah, that was a really, really difficult part of my life after that season of the challenge. And I got invited back um, and pretty quickly on Rivals 3, where I was with Nate, um, I became friends with Sarah, who was, you know, like a challenge vet. And I confided in her about the whole situation from the previous challenge. And she gave me so much confidence and was just like, you know, 
she had done this before and, and she had her own experiences similar to that. And she just was, you know, telling me, this is your time to shine. This is your time to like prove yourself and prove who you are. And she had my back that whole season. And I don't know what I would have done without her. Um, Kellyanne was also like a big supporter of me in that house. Um, I remember when she left, I was just like over being there. <laughs> I mean, Sarah was still there, so I was okay, you know? And like, I looked up to her so much. Um, but I feel like Kellyanne and I got really close on that show. Um, and yeah, Nate, Nate and I had our differences from Ari the One, but him and I like put up, put aside all that when we were in the house. Um, we actually killed it together. We did really great, but there was a lot, you know, both of us really didn't love the, the, um, the like politics side of things. And there was just like a lot of the people in the house were, you know, who they are is just a challenge competitor. And, um, that that's their personality. They're good at it. And, and they like know how to, to do the whole, like, it's like a job, right? Like if you've done a job for years and years, like you get better and better at it. And, you know, if you're like new to the challenge or even like new ish, it was my second one. Like, I don't know. It has a lot to do with your personality too. Like I'm definitely a type A personality, but I'm more of like a type A that doesn't like to get into like fights and drama and confrontation all the time. I will if I have to, but it's like the last thing I want to do. So in a house where you have to do that every day and they want you to do that, they'll like poke at you to do that. You know, it's just, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like authentic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wanted to kind of, you know, take it back to that, like Tony thing, obviously, because this was like, you know, we saw what they presented to us on bloodlines and then on like future seasons, like they would refer back and stuff. Do you feel like maybe there was like a, double standardy type of thing that played a part in that sequence because you know like on surface obviously you know what you're saying that wasn't like entirely the case like there was no cheating occurring but for the sake of like their story with what they ran with it looks like a guy cheated with a girl but then from what it seems like you got a lot more of the flack than maybe he received being the guy cheating you know what i mean do you feel like that maybe had any part in that situation um sure I, I i would say yeah because i'm like you know the third party for a lot of the people who were coming after me were you know fans of them from a real world um and they followed their story more closely up. the people that i think were coming after me were not so much the are you the one fans who were you know following me from that show I think it was just a different you know crew of people mm -hmm. after after that whole experience happened you know I still had team Christina people um especially being able to like share my truth for whoever would listen um it it definitely sucked and I probably did get a lot more hate than Tony did but he did you know tell the tell the truth and tell like you know what actually happened and Maddie knows what happened too and like she to this day likes my like Instagram stories and posts and stuff like that and like we we like worked things out pretty much immediately because I am like so against cheating just like in general and when it comes to like 
you know, a guy and a girl in a relationship, if a girl comes to me, whether it's been like, I've had exes who have new girlfriends reach out to me many times to just like, you know, talk to me about their own insecurities. And I've become friends with girls that like my previous partners have cheated on me with. I, I'm always like, team girl, team woman, yeah. you know, like, um, so the the flirting even on bloodline should not have happened with him that was a slippery slope that just like blew up and i should have known better and my sister was trying to like warn me but i was it's not an excuse but i was young and i was immature and i was drunk on television and it's just like you're like you're just different mm -hmm. i feel like you know um so yeah that was tough and it it was a mistake to even like walk that slippery slope. Um, but you know, we did not hook up on that show and they made it look like we did. And, you know, it is what it is. And I'm happy that it's like behind all of us now. Like I'm happy that Maddie's happy. I'm happy that Tony's happy and, and I'm very happy. So, you know, it's all good, but at the time it really sucked. Yeah. Right. The challenge experience seemed to be like a little bit more of like a taxing one but i think from like an objective standpoint you know at first i think when they were pulling Ari the one people and you were one of like the very first people that they were pulling in from Ari the one but i've noticed like when people are looking back like they would probably like consider you one of the more natural transitions from Ari the one onto the challenge like you seemed like a natural cast member like you fit right in like you were playing the game you were also having your fun moments like people enjoyed you on the show and it looked like for a little bit you know you come off your Ari the one season you go on to two straight challenges everybody kind of like was under that assumption like that you were like a lifer like you were going to mm -hmm. be like you know continuing to do them like maybe did you like make a conscious effort like because i have to assume like they had been still inviting you back numerous amounts of times like um was that like a decision like you just finally decided you know what i don't want to go on to any more or like did you ever consider uh going on to any more challenges after that rivals 3-1 yeah i got asked back um a few times actually it when i left the challenge the last one i was on rivals 3 i remember telling my friends and my family my closest like friends and family do not let me do another challenge because i was so unhappy on that show um i wanted to start my life like i wanted to being on you know mtv it kind of like stunts your growth as like an individual in the in the real world um and i started to notice that about myself you know when i did my last challenge i think i was 25 or 26 and you know I graduated college I had the degree but I kept having to leave jobs um, or just like not have any real serious career because I was taking so much time to go on these shows and then do like after shows and you know just the whole it gets to your head and and I I felt like you know for my own growth as a human and and as like a person um professionally and personally i needed to stop doing shows and um and i didn't really have a desire to for a while after that um until recently <laughs> and i'm like okay i would do another one but, but not a challenge though right just like a show in general yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't do a challenge um 
because honestly, a few reasons. One, I don't think my body physically could handle it anymore. Yeah. I've got like old knees now, you know, I'm old. I don't know how they're doing it still, people who are like in their 30s. I probably, like if they call it, I wouldn't, I don't know. When Bush comes to shove, if they called me, like would I do it? I would really have to think about it. But I would maybe do, I've considered doing other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might, I might put my feelers out there for things in the future. We'll see. Were, were you called for any other like type shows? Because I know they have like um, other like X's spinoffs. Like I'm sure like they were trying to, because Anthony went and did like an X on the beach. Like I'm sure they tried <laughs> dipping into uh, the well when it came to like your cast as far as shows like that went. Were there any... Uh, similar shows maybe that uh, you got approached for? Yeah, um, so I got approached for Second Chances, which is basically like an Are You The One, um, like yeah. after show. Um, and me and Leighton were gonna do it together, but they ended up, instead of taking more people from previous seasons, they took people from newer seasons. So we didn't actually get the chance to do it. I was actually pretty excited about that. We were gonna film it in Australia um but yeah we never got the chance to do that and that show i think was a bust they didn't i don't think they had a season after that one so mm-hmm. but no, but no other like spinoffs right no i would be down to do x on the beach um i think me and brandon gracing the tv screen again would be funny but we'll see what happens <laughs> I, I don't know if he would be up for that though <laughs> you never know yeah <laughs> Yeah, I do want to kind of talk um, a little bit about like what you've been up to in recent years before we kind of like do like a more of a retrospect on your uh, television moments. Like, could you maybe walk my viewers through like what uh, life's recently been like for you? I could have sworn recently I saw something with like fire and hula hoops. Was that- <laughs> yeah. So um, over the last six years, I've gotten super into um, flow arts. So like fire spinning. And I've actually gotten pretty okay at it. Um, I performed at a bunch of different festivals. Um, I went to a a festival before COVID and performed in Costa Rica. Um, If you, yeah, peep my Instagram, anybody who is watching this, it's easier to see than to explain, but it's just like fire spinning um, at Spectraflow if you wanna check me out. But yeah, I've gotten really into that. Um, Other than that, I'm still out in California. Um, San Diego. Um, right now, I work for a um, solar company. We finance solar loans for residential homes, which is, I love it. Solar industry is great. Um, other than that, I've been doing a lot of yoga, uh, just a lot of camping. I still go to festivals all the time. Not all the time, but go to Mount. And yeah, just like living my life. Um, trying to, you know, keep moving forward. and grow and stay positive and you know just do right and have fun yeah that's all you can do yeah i always ask my guests this too well not always but sometimes um we talk about like kind of like that swift transition when like leaving reality tv into like getting a job i always like talk to them about like was that a slippery slope when like applying to jobs like because employment sometimes may look at reality tv sideways you know it might just be like uh i don't really want somebody that's been uh, involved in stuff like that did that ever come up for you just in like your normal life maybe when applying for jobs or just maybe in general with meeting people 
Um, it never came up in a bad way. It never, it didn't, I never brought it up in like an interview or anything like that. And as far as I know, nobody has, you know, looked me up and used it against me. I mean, maybe they have, and I just didn't get hired, but, um, I know for my last two jobs that I had and my current one right now, um, it came up after I was already hired and they looked at it as something that was like really cool and just wanted to hear. Yeah. I wanted to hear about like my experience. Um, from from that because you know it's not like I I did anything super bad on there I did what most people do in their young 20s and just drank and like I mean okay I'm the challenge most people do not do things like that (laughs) as far as like what I could have been done like what I could have done to have you know maybe have had a negative outlook on me who wasn't doing that in their young 20s just drinking and like hooking up and having fun you know yeah well, I do want to know hear about maybe how it got started. I get my guest casting stories. Could you maybe walk me through like what younger Christina was up pre pre Are You the One and how that process went with landing on that show? Yeah, so I was you know finishing up my senior year in college, and um, when I was younger, like through high school, I always watched MTV and I loved all like the reality TV shows. I watched like Teen Mom and Jersey Shore and all those things. Um, But, and I would apply for like the real world. I applied for everything. I like wanted to be on reality TV when I was younger. Um, And I kind of fell off that and stopped, you know, watching, watching shows and um, applying for things and kind of just like put that away and was doing the whole school thing, college thing and, and partying thing, you know, and, um, I remember one day my sister came over and was like, well, we got to watch this show and puts on, are you the one, the first season? And it was like episode two or three. And at the time I was going through a breakup. Um, so we watched the show and I was like, this is pretty good, you know? Um, and then during the commercial break, um, it was like now casting for season two. So we were, we were both like, oh, let's just apply, you know? And, and so I applied, not really thinking much of it. And I got an email like two weeks later that I was at watching my little sister perform at her like musical in, I forget, it was like middle school. Um, but I got the email that they wanted to hear more about me. And I like opened the email on my phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to be on this show. Like I just, I felt like, like that was it, you know? Um, so they, I filled out this like even longer questionnaire um and then after that they called me and i had like a phone interview um after the phone interview i did a skype interview where i met this wonderful woman named cheryl who was probably the reason why i got cast because her and i clicked super well um after that i flew out to la and had an in-person interview and it went great um i saw cheryl and i met her there and i remember how excited I was to meet her and how excited she was to see me. And she said, you know, if you just be yourself and you're going to get picked, like all you need to do is just be yourself. And so I was myself. And I just remember going in for my, um, like the final casting interview and there was just like lights and it was my first time in front of a camera and all of the producers were like sitting in a semicircle around me and asking questions and I remember they asked me one question and I think that this like they were testing me kind of but they asked me something and I had to take a second to think about it 
and they're like, what do you, do you not know? And I was like, can you give me a minute? Like, and I kind of like fired off back at them. Cause I was like, it's kind of rude, you know? Yeah, yeah. And in that moment, they're like, <laughs> they're like, okay. So she's got a little like feisty side to her. I'm so sweet, you know, and just like peace, love and rainbows and all that. And, you know, but so I don't think they really wanted somebody who was just all going to be that because I could have gotten walked all over. But um, yeah, I remember that happening and thinking like, oh, that was good. That was good. Um, but yeah, after that, when I got told I was like a finalist, we had to take all these personality tests and meet with like therapists and to do like physicals it was crazy they make you fill out like this huge like questionnaire thing right like i heard there oh, was like yeah. over 200 something questions or something like I'm that. i'm pretty sure we had to fill out more than one of those and you're filling them out with like other i was with one other person who was also filling it out um and like she didn't get cast but i remember us both like filling out this like personality test and you're thinking like am i filling out the right bubbles like is this going to get me cast, you know, like, but you really just like, there's, you can't hide who you are. They do so many personality tests and like, I don't even, they do so much like analysis of you. Like you really can't be anything but yourself or else like you're going to get tripped up at one point of the, of the casting process. And like they hired me or hired me, they cast me as, <laughs> the perfect role like as as the 11th girl for are you the one you know like where i was at in my life right then and just like my personality like they really knew what they were doing when they when they cast me as that do you have like any theories or was it ever explained to you like why they specifically had oh can you still hear me yeah i can hear you Okay. Do you have any theories or like, was it ever explained to you? Like why they like specifically like had you come in like a little bit later than everybody else is the 11th girl. So when they cast me, they didn't tell me that. And the night before I walked through those doors, they told me I was going to be the 11th girl. And when they told me that I wanted to quit, I was like, I remember they were like, they told us we what they took our phones and everything at that by that time, you know, it was like, it was about to be game on. I did not have my phone. We couldn't use the hotel phone. They told me that I was going to be the 11th girl. And um, I started freaking out crying. And I'm like, everybody's going to hate me. I don't want to do this. And my nerves were like, through the roof. And I remember I, I used the hotel phone to call my mom. I was like, I don't give a F like I'm calling my mom. I'm crying to my mom and she's like, you can do this, you know, just like hyping me up. And the producers who told me that came in a little bit later to check on me. And they were like, listen, like, you're going to be such a big part of the show. Like, this is big, like for you, you know, like, this is going to be great for you. And and they just kind of like gave me the confidence to just like go for it. And I remember pulling up to the house. There was no like in between time, you know, we pull up to the house. I don't know if we got there late, but we literally pulled up to the house. We walked into the house and then I walked out the door. And like, that's when you see me go, Hey, you know, like it was like, we, it, we pull up, I walk out, I walk through the door. And I was just like, I guess this is it. Like from this point forward, I'm on, I'm on TV. Here's cameras. <laughs> and I've got a mic on, like it happened so fast. Um, but yeah, I remember it so well. I don't know if I re it's that I remember it so well or I could literally relive it by watching it if I want to. Like 
it's all yeah. recorded. <laughs> it is often like a thing, like when so- it's like the unspoken thing, because they've done it on the real world like a few times where they've like voted people on and they've like come in later. Um, like whenever somebody just on a show naturally, maybe even as like a replacement or just in general comes in late, they're usually like the one that's like ostracized or like you know, not really included in, like, the group as much, per se. Is that maybe what caused you, like, that type of uh, reaction at first to, like, being upset about that and not wanting to go? It's because you thought maybe it would, like, kind of, like, put you as, like, an outcast? Oh, yeah. I wanted to be liked. And, you know, I was really afraid of people not liking me because of, you know, the role that I was cast as, not, like, having a, a fair chance of just, like, being myself because I was coming in as the 11 girl who could like boot somebody else out of the game um and yeah like that's exactly what happened and um it ended up being fine like that night I'm pretty sure me and Ellie became friends me and Paris became friends and then you know very quickly I became friends with Bree and friends with Jess and just you know I started to build these friendship with these girls um where it no longer was like a you know me against them or them against me it was kind of like we're all in this together and you're no different than any of us um and it happened pretty fast so thank god (laughs) how much of a culture shock was it then like now making that transition onto tv with having like all those cameras then having to pretty much document your every move um i feel like i was a natural as soon as i like once I walked through the doors and we like walked inside and you know like I remember Pratt was making drinks and he like made me a drink and there was a camera like right on me I couldn't um, I couldn't believe how natural it felt like it just felt like it felt totally fine for me you know it didn't it didn't feel weird um it was like I had waited a really long time for that moment and it was there so um I loved it. I ended up. Would you say that like a dating show was like what you were pursuing or is it you just wanted like reality TV in general and then like that was just like the new hot thing. So you're like, oh, let me go try out for that. Or was like Ari the one specifically, was that like your number one choice or would you have um, maybe if real world came calling initially, would you have taken that as opposed to Ari the one? Are You the One was the most perfect show for me to have been on. Um, I didn't know of Are You the One when it first started airing. Um, I, I started watching it when my sister came, and, and um, it was like episode two, I believe. And then I went back and rewatched it, and it seemed like the perfect show. You know, you have this like prize that you can win at the end for finding love, and I am still so mushy gushy about love. Like, I. I always I'm like such a romantic and have I just like live my heart my life with my heart on my sleeve and if I would have from the very beginning if, if Are You the One was always a thing I would have been going after Are You the One the entire time it was the perfect show for me to be on and I think you know in a way it kind of landed in my lap that's how like the interview process went it felt so easy and effortless and I was meant for that show and um, yeah if I could go back and do it all over again I definitely would but I'm old now I'm pretty sure you have to be young to be on there it does feel like the takeaway whenever speaking to people from your cast of that season of Ari the one everybody always has like the same takeaway like they had their trials and tribulations 
both like on the show and like with some cast members and stuff but like at the end of the day like just when it's all said and done it seems like collectively everybody just always finds their way back to each other and you guys have like this like almost like a camaraderie type of family thing that's been built and i don't necessarily feel like other casts can say that like something about your guys season like there was just magic there yeah there really was we were a very special group of people um i think that you know, cast members from different shows, um, especially Are You The One from other seasons. I don't know, I kind of stopped watching Are You The One after like season four or five. Um, but what I've seen is a lot of like influencers who already have thousands and thousands of followers on Instagram get cast. And, you know, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with them, but they've already kind of like they're going after the fame and and their like popularity and and our season you know like we weren't really like that we were just real people that they pulled off of the streets of like wherever we lived at the time and and we had like real genuine you know authentic personalities that um we we really did at the end of the day love each other and we all were there to like to find love and to win the money and we had such an amazing time together. Um, uh, it was it was a really special, special season. And, um, you know, a lot of us stayed in touch after the show, especially the following years right after. Um, we've all kind of, you know, we're all living our own lives now and it's been so long. But yeah, at the end of the day, we are a family and I, and I care about them all. I love them all. And um, it'd be so cool to see them all again. Like, seeing anybody from that would bring up bring me so much joy just because you know nobody else gets it except them <laughs> so um yeah it was really special and i think it'll always be special and everybody who was on there with me i think we all feel the same way yeah i did see didn't you guys have a um you had a zoom uh, reunion or something like that i think it was not this past year but maybe it was the year before was it 2020 i believe you guys did it yeah so we did a zoom reunion when um the uh are you the one went on netflix it was really cool um it was when covid was like happening too so you know it would have been nicer if we could have all gotten together in person um but maybe someday the magic way we could all get together yeah what what was it like uh seeing brandon was that was that like a weird thing for you or was it kind of like so many years have passed where you're just like you know we're all grown now it's it's whatever yeah brandon is always gonna be brandon to me um we i can see now looking back why brandon had a difficult time with me after the show um we also never really got a chance to reconnect um, because, you know, he was in a relationship or I was in a relationship and it was hard to like connect because of the fact that our relationship was aired on national television. And it's real easy to see me and Brandon, like just search Christina Brandon, like, you know, and for any significant other who has access to the internet, like that's not an easy thing to see, you know, especially like, I feel like when you start dating somebody new, especially as a female, like you're like an FBI agent, you just want to know everything about them. And, um, 
I can understand why like people wouldn't want him to talk to me or, or me to talk to him. And it wasn't like, you know, we had this like desire to talk to one another at all. It, it just kind of happened that, you know, I put that chapter of my life behind me and so did he. And seeing him, you know, on when watching Already the One again, seeing him at the reunion, um, I wasn't at a place in my life then where I really was able to like try to connect with him. Um, and just kind of talk about everything that had happened. And Brandon is a very private person, so I can't really speak too much on like anything. I can't speak too much on anything right now. Um, but I will say like, I have a really good um, understanding of kind of like what he went through back then and how difficult that would have been was for him. And, you know, like I didn't really handle things in too fair of a way. Um, which I definitely regret. And, you know, if I could go back and like change the way that everything went down between him and I, especially after the show, I would have because, you know, that experience was huge. And he was the biggest part of that for me. I, I don't know what I would have done without him. He, he like carried me through that. So um, I should have done more for him and had his back more at the end of the day. Is there anything you are able to share as far as like that whole like post show and like just the reunion goes? Because I think like that's like the whole um, pipe bomb moment where like it gets dropped about like him and Alex. Right. And then like they're getting like a ton, tons of flack. Right. Um, is, is there anything like more to that like story like that you're able to like share as far as like the domino effect with that? Yeah. So. Let's just like start by sh like reflecting on the fact that you know when I was in the are you the one house I had no choice but to like hook up with other guys after this connection I had with Brandon and he stayed loyal and true to me that entire time while I was like off trying to connect with Nate off trying to connect with John he just like stood in my corner cheering me on just like you know being like loving me so fiercely and like being so um such a strong supporter of me in that house like after the show ended, you know, we both went, um, he went to Vegas, I went to P Pennsylvania, and I had an ex that I ended up getting involved with again. And, you know, him and I, the ex had history and Brandon was so far away in Vegas. Um, I told Brandon the truth, you know, I, he knew that I had this other person in my life and like, it really hurt him. Brandon and I weren't in a relationship at the time. Like I couldn't do a long distance relationship with him it was really hard even for like us to have such an intense connection with one another to live across the country from each other. Like, you know, it was, it was really difficult for us. So I kind of like fell back into the arms of an ex. Um, him and I weren't together either, but we just were, we had, you know, interactions with one another and, and um, it was easy to just be like comforted by somebody who I had been with previously. And, that didn't break, make Brandon feel good at all. And it just kind of like put me and Brandon in this weird place that he ended up hooking up with Alex. And when that happened, I did have plans to move to Vegas. And that was kind of like what had been planned and what we were, you know, moving towards. But at the same time, like I had this other person in my life that nobody knew about. Um, and I wanted to keep it private because, you know, it was, it was my own private life outside of MTV. So when we went on the reunion and it came up that um, Brandon had a, hooked up with Alex 
and you know how horrible that was i was really upset and really hurt by the fact that he had lied to me so you know all of that emotion that you saw was was real but what wasn't fair was that he didn't have his back um and saying you know like yes he did this thing but he also did this in response to what i was doing and um it wasn't fair and brandon got a lot of hate and i think even still you know like people will reach out to me like oh like you know i love you but i can't believe brandon did that and i'm just like there is a lot that you guys didn't see and a lot that i didn't share and it, it was probably my like that i was embarrassed to have you know been still seeing this ex um or just you know embarrassed by how i handled the situation and like telling you know standing up for him after like being so upset at the reunion and not saying anything at the reunion and being so upset with alex um i guess i thought that like alex and i had more of a friendship at that time than we did and you know her doing that hurt me as well as you know brandon doing that hurt me and just like a lot of insecurities came up about you know of course like insecurities would come up in, in a situation like that for anybody who was dealing with that but really like mine and brandon's connection was just something that i wasn't ready to like i just didn't know how to handle it you know and I, I, that on top of like being on on in the spotlight on this show and and having all of this like new attention from just everybody everybody's opinions like people so many different people like reaching out to me all the time and 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 it was just really hard to like you're kind of like pushed up against a wall and it's hard to like make the right move in that moment especially in the situation that i was in to be like you know what hey everybody like hate me instead you know and um or just telling everybody like leave brandon alone like i i didn't do anything and um not doing anything was the wrong thing to do I should have told the truth and I should have like stood up for him more. Um, and that really hurt us at that time. And yeah, um, a lot of time has passed and I'm grateful because I feel like, you know, there's no hard feelings between us. Um, and yeah, like you can't really go back and change anything that you've done in the past. All you can do is forgive yourself and move forward. Um, and yeah that's what i'm trying to do right like maintaining and like being in front of like a public eye is already hard enough but then especially when you like throw in the fact of like having like a public like relationship is even 10 times harder you know what i mean so pressure to do one thing and then reception from other people playing a part in that it's not like gonna produce like a, a, like maybe like a concise response to something or just a concise like solution to the problem with how the situation should be handled so i mean you being young at the time it makes sense why you would keep private life private and not talk about that but then obviously now you being able to look back at a situation where you know brandon's kind of getting all the flack here and being able to look back on and be like, well, maybe I could have done this to potentially like even it out a little more. Um, I think that's all just a part of the growing process. And at least like, you know, now you're able to look back on it. And um, I'm sure all parties involved know um, that all's good on 
all your ends and um, ends have been met, it would appear. Yeah, yeah, we, um, we're all good now, so. Even Alex and you, like, you guys have talked about it? Yeah, um, we haven't really talked about what happened, but after the reunion, we had a, uh, the reunion two years ago, we had a very brief interaction. I can't even remember exactly what went down. I think I maybe had reached out or she reached out just to talk about, because um, I said that the, the Zoom was recorded. So I just kind of like talked to everybody about if they were okay with, you know, certain things being aired. And I think we kind of discussed a little bit about that. And, you know, we just kind of were like, you know, good to see you, good to see you're doing good. And it was a good, positive interaction. Um, so we've both let that go. And um, I let that whole situation go a long time ago, um, but I never looked at it as deeply as I have recently to reflect on like what I did wrong through yeah. it. And now that I have, it's like brought up a lot for me that I've wanted to share, which is a good thing that you hit me up to be on this podcast. Cause I'm like, this is a good place for me to kind of speak my truth, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do want to ask you now about like another one of your flames from the show. The edit kind of tried to make it look like you and Nate had like developed this like chemistry, right? And then you just like dropped them. But from when I spoke to him, like, I think the process was a lot more short of like just a quick like connection than like the prolonged type of connection that they tried to make it seem like it was like a drastic like you just yeah. dropping him thing. Did like the the way like the portrayal made it look, do you feel like they tried to maybe like heighten what happened? Of course, you know, some TV like of course they're going to try to heighten everything. They they did like take some scenes from when he was like really upset about Shelby are upset about like, I think an ex that just like previous relationship trauma that he was kind of working through in the house. And they made it look like it was like about me. Um, but yeah, Nate and I, we had a very short thing. It wasn't like, you know, a Christina and Brandon type thing. Um, I think him and John both knew, you know, that I, I mean, like, obviously, you know, I was just like trying really hard to not be with Brandon. But at the end of the day, like I was always with him anyway. So, yeah, like I did. I did um, kind of lead Nate on for a half a second. But it was like such a short thing that, you know, they, they did make it seem like it was a lot more than it was on um, when they aired it. Yeah. And then they used that as like the kind of token uh, clip as to like why you guys were rivals and like weren't you right. I'm pretty sure you two and like Brie were all like living together while you guys were like rivals right like out in LA was it we yeah you know I don't Nate didn't live with us he did spend some time at our house but Nate wasn't living with me when I, it was me Brie Jess and Ellie who all lived together um I when we all parted ways I'm pretty sure that's when Nate moved in with Brie but no, Nate and I weren't rivals when we got cast as rivals. Wow. Yeah. I thought for sure, like, you and Brandon would have been, like, rivals or something like that. But I think maybe, like, the ex's theme might have been more appropriate or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I was pretty bummed I wasn't Brandon's rival because then Brandon would have had to talk to me. 
and he yeah, did what, not want to talk to me. What was that about? I mean, you kind of tried to rally the troops with all the Are You the One people on the first episode to kind of, like, make this alliance, because you guys had a lot of numbers on your side, and then, like, he just wanted, like, no part of that conversation. Was that, like, more of a you and him thing, or was yeah, it just... Like, yeah. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, he, like, didn't want to, you know... With all due respect to Brandon, I'm going to not say too much, but he just didn't want to be involved with me at that point in time Mm. at all. Wow. I thought maybe just the experience as a whole was just getting to him and that's what made him act like that. I don't know what, what was going through his head. So I can't like, I can't guess, but like at that time for me, it felt like he just didn't want to be around me. Most fans, like, would refer to you as, like, a very underrated competitor. Like, on both your seasons, like, you were actually, like, putting up good performances. Did you have, like, did you have, like, any type of, like, um, athletic, like, background? Or was it all just, like, coming natural to? Yeah, I did have, uh, I'm, I've been super athletic my whole life. I played, um, field hockey, softball. I was, like, a cheerleader. Yeah, I, I've always been really active. I'm just a very competitive person, even still. So when I go to compete at anything, even if it's nothing serious, like I I give it my all. And it's kind of frustrating because of how competitive I am. When I lose, I'm like actually pissed, but um, it's gotten me really far in life, just having like a competitive attitude and like a motivational, you know, mindset. So yeah, I knew I was going to kill it on that show. I'm sure I still would. I uh, I feel like if I would have decided to go back and do it, I probably could have, you know, done really well, um, continue, continue to do well. But, um, yeah, the show is so much more than just the challenges. The challenges are the fun part. When would you say the last time, if you could re- recall, that you were called to do a challenge? Like, cause this is a popular question that fans always want me to like ask guests that I have on that haven't been on in a while. Yeah, I feel like I got asked for the season, like two seasons after, got asked for the right after season of, of Rivals 3 and then the season after that. And I think that that's when they stopped. Oh, wow. What, like, what was like your, would you just tell them like flat out, like, no, like, I'm never interested again, or like, did you leave the door open? Um, the second time, the second time they called, I'm pretty sure I told them like, I'm I'm done doing challenges. Um, the first time I was, I said that I just have a lot going on right now, so I can't. Oh, okay. I think that's a bummer for a lot of fans. Then they probably were like hoping that when you came on here, they'd be like, "Oh, Christina's thinking about coming back." <laughs> yeah. Well. The door is, like, cracked open. I wouldn't say it's shut completely. Um, And, yeah, maybe I'll be on a different show. Who knows? Do you remember when Camilla and Tony took yours and Nate's puzzle piece during that one challenge? Do I remember? Of course I remember that challenge. That is, like, ingrained. That's, like, ingrained in my brain when I was doing, like, a deep dive on your seasons. Like... That moment was just, like, hysterical. Maybe, like, not for you actually living it, but, like, for a fan, like, that was just a, uh, like, comedy moment. It was so exhausting, that challenge. It was, like, fresh off of eating a cow brain, and then I can't find my GD token, 
And like me and Nate are just like dying in the hundred and some degree heat in Mexico. Just like pissed, you know, trying to just get this thing done. And they didn't mean to take our token. You know, I don't, it wasn't like a, something that they like purposefully did, but it really sucked at the end of the day. Um, and yeah, what I remember most about that day isn't Camilla and Tony taking the token. It's eat the cow brain that was like warm and mushy and gross that I had to eat. Wasn't that the same challenge when everybody was running naked too? Yeah, I never got to do that, which is like kind of a bummer because I personally <laughs> love being naked. So I instead had to be fully clothed. Um, we didn't finish the challenge because we had our token taken. Um, and yeah, it kind of was a lame day, but it's all good. You guys were like constantly underestimated, but you guys just kept coming. And it was funny how it, the foreshadowing worked. You guys ended up eliminating what still is like now two of the main faces of the show like Corey and ashley are still doing them um and you guys took them out like at the time was like and probably still would be viewed as like a huge upset yeah um shocked to this day that that happened but we did it fair and square somehow and still feel pretty good about that accomplishment i don't know how it happened but it did and go me and nate we're rock stars clearly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah clearly i'm pretty sure like you guys had like really good strategy or something Do, like it seemed like everybody like wanted you guys to win in the house didn't didn't it feel like that yeah we had a good team of support behind us um sarah and i were were close she was really had my back like strongly had my back that alliance between her and bananas was powerful you know, so I didn't even do it on purpose. It just happened that her and I have a very similar, you know, mindset and like personality. And um, she took me under her wing and she really helped me the whole time I was there throughout the game. She she was like the reason I stayed in the game, I would say. Um, so, yeah. What, what, did, what did you think about uh, Bananas taking the money from her? Gross. But I'm not surprised. He's like, I don't even know if he's like a real person outside of just like being a challenge competitor. (laughs) You know, like, I feel like he's a challenge competitor. Even when he's home, he's probably being like a challenge competitor. Hey, I mean, some people just don't leave the like, it's, it's actually like a real thing. Like when people like do these shows, like it's very hard to like kind of separate um like you versus like you when you're filming a show yeah and it shows <laughs> was everybody like cool like you know as far as like the challenge thing went like when you know when you meet these people like it's uh, it's pretty clear like when you meet someone off the bat you can kind of tell like oh this person i'm gonna get along with like they're cool down to earth did you get was everybody for the most part cool or were there some that like stood out when you're like eh i don't know if this person's no everybody like not everybody was cool let me just say that Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people who are um just not people that i would be friends with like not that okay i take that back people were cool in their own ways would i be friends with them in everyday life no um only like a handful of them I would there's people that I like can respect and you know can appreciate but like again people that I would not be like friends with in real life so 
I think for me, like when I say cool, it's like, oh, you're cool. Like I want to be your friend. So yeah, like they're pretty cool, but not, you know, hey, come to my house for like a dinner, you know, yeah. like, or let's go out for drinks. Um, and I didn't really vibe well with a lot of the like really strong, like confrontational people because that's just not who I am. Um, and yeah, that's what made me closer to like Kellyanne and Sarah was just the fact that like they were really genuine, um, like kind people. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like stuck to that, stuck with them. Yeah. Well, those are two good people to stick by. They've both been on the show. I've had a good time chatting with them as well. Mm-hmm. And I can see why you all got along because you and I right? have a great chat as well. And um, yeah. thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on here. I've been wanting to make yeah. this happen for quite some time. I've had, believe it or not, a lot of fans have been like, oh, when are you going to get Christina on? Every time I have an Ari the One Season 2 cast member, they always really? felt, felt, yeah, they always Aww. felt, they're like, oh, we must be getting closer to a Christina. <laughs> it's finally here. We did it. Yeah. Well, but, wow. Um, thank you for having me on. Um, it's been great chatting with you. And yeah, I can't wait to to see people's feedback when they uh, when they get a chance to watch. Yeah, definitely. I will uh, let you know when this is out and, um, you know, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too.